We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the, the Monday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer in the DraftKings playbook. And you can just follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you get a chance to rate, review us, please go ahead and share. Don't forget to subscribe. Benicio, are you ready, ready for another week to kick off of NBA DFS? Yeah, you know, we're down to the home stretch of the season with the uh, All-Star break having ended last week. So, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready to, uh, you know, bring it home and make some more money before uh, we have to roll on to MLB. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to keep that rolling here uh, all season long. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right in here. Point guard position, seven games on tap. we got the Warriors playing against Atlanta. Uh, we got some other top teams uh, that are, are going to be playing at a pretty good pace here. Uh, Phoenix at the LA Clippers. Uh, Phoenix with a back-to-back game. So let's go ahead and talk about your top options here at the point guard position for Monday. 
Yeah, the first guy that kind of stuck stuck out to me was Chris Paul, but I'm a little nervous about that that game and how it's going to wind up going. Um, he's getting expensive right now. Like he's up to, I think he's almost 10k now on Fanduel. So we need about 50 fantasy points out of him. And with a 16-point spread in that game, you know, it could definitely get ugly in the fourth quarter. So I've actually been looking to go down to the mid-range a little more. Um, we don't know if Jeff Teague is going to play. If Jeff Teague is out, I think Schroeder becomes like almost an automatic start for me. Other than him, uh, looking at Goran Dragic, he's been a guy that I've been rolling out there a lot with, um, you know, Dwayne Wade hurt. He's been getting extra minutes and, and extra usage. He's been scoring more racking up a bunch of assists and all that. So I like Goran Dragic as well a lot. And then um, Jordan Clarkson, who you and I talk about all the time, he's the most talented player on the Lakers, and he's been playing about 30 minutes a game, and he's being more assertive on the offensive end. So I'm kind of looking more down in that in that cheaper range. Guys like Clarkson, guys like Dragic, um, you know, hopefully Dennis Schroeder becomes an option for us to save some money there. Um, and maybe even a little bit of Reggie Jackson going up against Cleveland. Uh, Kyrie Irving, not really a great defender, and he's banged up right now. So, you know, the guys in that like 65 to like 5000 55 to $65,000 range has been where I'm looking. All right. I think that's um, um, very fair. Um, I will say this. I think Steph Curry has a chance to crush if he gets Dennis Schroeder defense uh, over Jeff Teague. So that's, and we're talking about a 223 spread. So, uh, um, and I like the fact that they're all, the, this is the uh, Golden State Warriors kicking their game off the road. Uh, so they're going to need a pretty strong performance against a good defensive team that could be limited if they go down to Schroeder. On the flip side of that, I want Schroeder absolutely if Jeff Teague is. Uh, rolled out there as well. And I think if Reggie Jackson can be a guy that you definitely want to attack and use if Kyrie Irving is sitting on the sidelines here running. Kyrie Irving defense is already okay to attack, but if you're going to put Delhi out there as a starter, then I'm even more interested in Reggie Jackson. So uh, those are that's how I have it breaking down. I don't think I'm really too interested in any other value plays overall. I'm going to stay away from Ronnie Price and Archie Goodwin and that whole mess. Um, and, you know, you've got – uh, some other potential options like, you know, Corey Joseph has a six man role, but not terribly interested overall. I think I'm going to draw the line uh, at shooter if he's available and uh, Jordan Clarkson uh, against Milwaukee and then just move on from there. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the shooting guard position here. The interesting guy for me is OJ Mayo, who's beginning some serious run and playing the LA Lakers. Are you going to be um, spreading the Mayo onto some of your lineups here for Monday? I don't, I don't know if I need to, um, if I really needed the savings, I think he's probably my favorite salary saver because he's only 3800 I think, over on Fandle. So, I mean, that's incredibly cheap. Um, but I'm actually looking a little bit up from him. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of guys like, uh, you know, I don't hate Andrew Wiggins today um, at 67. I don't hate Kobe Bryant at 66. I think Chris Middleton against the Lakers is in a pretty good spot at 76. Um, obviously, Wade being banged up, I'm not going to use him. Not really looking at the Rosen, which could wind up being a mistake. I think he might have some tournament upside, but for cash games, I wouldn't be looking that way. Um, Jamal Crawford's been doing really well lately at only fifty three hundred, so I think there's a lot of those guys in that in that price range again in the you know fifty three to sixty five sixty seven price range that I'm going to be looking at there to put into my rosters. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. Chris Middleton is a guy that I love locking into my rosters too. As is, you know, I think he's one of the what, the second highest priced player, but he's still very reasonable at seventy six hundred. I don't care that he had a bad game against Atlanta. That was supposed to be a good spot. When when thirty fantasy points is considered bad, then you know that the guy has has a like a pretty good amount of safety uh, overall. So back back in a very good matchup against the LA Lakers, um, probably you know actually 
the worst out of the five. And if I had to pick a guy in Jordan Clarkson that you're actually going to attack, but regardless, people, you know, make it rain, just like the Chicago Bulls who had been struggling against the LA Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks are at home. So I think you, I can definitely lock into some cash um, safety here with Middleton. And then I love Jamal Crawford uh, there as well. Um, and then I'm, I'm actually good with getting OJ Mayo into my lineup also there. I think there's some, uh, some, uh, at least some GPP upside there as well, as long as he's going to be um, playing significant minutes, um, in that lineup, as you know, in the two or or the or the one, and you know, be above thirty plus. I think you need to take a look at the salary savings. So thirty eight hundred is just such a bargain that you can take advantage of uh, there on Fanduel. I'm I love that price at eight hundred over minimum salary. Yes, sir. I'll I'll take some of that, please. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, before we move off the uh, shooting guard position, we have to let all the beloved pod listeners know if you're not subscribing to RotoWire.com, what are you waiting for? If you love the advice of our podcast, you're going to love the website. You can try it for free with a 10 day trial at RotoWire.com slash pod. We've got lineup optimizers for eight different DFS sites covering MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, soccer, and golf up-to-the-minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits for all the major sports. Make sure you take advantage of your 10-day free trial, rotowire.com slash pod. Make sure you let them know that Josh and Vinny sent you. All right, let's go ahead and talk about what you're doing here at the three for Monday. Yeah, I think the first guy we have to talk about is um, Luau Dang. He's put up 50 and 47 fantasy points in the last two games and has done it for 5,700 is what they're asking for him today. Now, if we keep getting – we know that Bosch is probably still out with the, you know, the stuff that he's got going on with the blood clots. If um, Wade is still out as well, I think you have to look at Dang. I think he's almost a lock for 30 fantasy points. I know it's not the greatest matchup. He'll probably draw some Paul George defense. Um, but, again, if he's going to be this big a part of the team and what they're doing with uh, you know, Wade and, and Bosch out, I think we, we basically are almost like – we almost have to roll him out there. So – at 5,700, he's probably my favorite play. And then I think you can link him with one of the expensive guys, especially if you take some of the savings we talked about at the other spots. So I like LeBron James against Detroit. If uh, Kyrie is out, I think he's going to play a few more minutes and be asked to do a little more. So I would be willing to pay 10K for him today. And the other guy who I really like is uh, Giannis. Um, you know, Giannis has been playing like 35 to 38 minutes, putting up like 40 fantasy points a game. 7500 is a pretty fair price for him, and they're going up against the L.A. Lakers, which, you know, as we said, is one of the best matchups at every position, so it doesn't really matter. So that's probably the way that I'm looking to go there. Yeah, I think it's a very smart uh, way to go uh, about it overall. And the way, the way that I'm approaching this, um, you know, s- uh, slate here is – um, there's a couple different ways I think that you that you that you can go. If you're gonna go up top, you know, off the back to back with LeBron or, or Melo, I'm okay with it. I don't love it uh, overall. You know, if you're gonna use all dang, I think there's some super value over there. But I just do actually do not really like um, Paul George defense. So, but you know, when you saw that production, you're like, dang, all dang. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. All right. Well, you know, do your thing, dang. Um, the one uh, X factor for me here is, you know, what you want to do with some of these, um, you know, bottom basement guys like Shabazz Muhammad, who's been super productive. And he's just 900 above minimum salary. If he wasn't facing Boston defense, I would love him so much more because, you know, 24.6 fancy points was good for 6.4 X plus. And, you know, he's back into that double digit scoring volume, getting about 24 to, you know, 30 minutes per game. So something I keep tabs on there. I don't really necessarily want to play him against, 
uh, Boston defense, but you know, that's something else I can keep tabs on. And then we need to find out how much usage we can get out of Jeff Green uh, right now. You know, I'm just no, not 19 minutes and disappointing performance at Golden State, but you know that they're going to need him to play and to produce it. So some point I think he's going to have some, some value. I just don't know if uh, right now is necessarily the time. So because of those uninspiring options, if you're not gambling on Dang, I think it may be worth it to at least go up to Kumpo, who has the LA Lakers there, and it's priced at 7,500. So uh, that's how I have, have that end, uh, end up shaking out. And I don't want to start Tobias Harris in his first game against LeBron. So just don't really no. think, you know, at home that's a necessarily any, anything somebody should subscribe to. So a little bit thin. You may want to consider paying up. If you're not, you know, you got P.J. Tucker for value and Shabazz Muhammad if you can stomach the – uh, the the Boston defense, and then you know uh, Kent Bazemore, I guess for forty eight hundred against Golden State. Although that is a very dangerous uh, situation, you know, playing a team that could you know take that eight point spread and, and blow it up. It is the highest total on the game at two twenty three, so never a bad idea to, for getting some sort of exposure uh, in that fashion. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the power forward position. Are you going to be rolling with the splash cousin up top for eighty four hundred at power forward? Yeah, I actually, I actually really like Draymond Green in this spot um, going up against Atlanta. It's the highest total game on the day at 223. You know, he's coming off another triple-double that he had in his last game. And that's the thing is it's not so much that you expect him to, <coughs> excuse me, to like go off for 30 points or anything, but he's just so consistent every game where he's going to get you 10 to 15 points. He's going to get you 7 to 10 assists. He's going to get you 6 to 10 rebounds. Um, and when you add all those numbers together, he, he can get you the 40 fantasy points, 42 fantasy points that you need at 8,400 pretty easily. But um, there's a couple guys that I think are, are good tournament plays um, that are also good cash game plays because I think they have safe floors and, and much bigger ceilings than, uh, you know, Draymond Green can have for the price. You know, maybe not total raw points, but Jabari Parker has been putting up let's see, 46, 36, 31 in his last three games, and he's only like 5,500. So, you know, you can get 6, 7x value out of him pretty easy if he repeats that. And he's playing close to 40 minutes in some of these games. I know the last one went into overtime, but even in an overtime game, the guy played 51 minutes. So, you know, this is a guy who's seen a ton of court time. So I think I, I he's probably one of my favorites. Um, Tristan Thompson has three straight back-to-back, uh, back-to-back-to-back double-doubles. Uh, 15 and 13, 16 and 10, 14 and 14. So, you know, if he's going to be putting up games like that, I think he's another guy that we have to, you know, keep an eye on because at only 5,100, if he puts up even a a minimum double-double of 10 and 10, he's getting us more than 5X value. So, you know, if he can put up a, you know, 15 and 15 kind of game, get us 35 to 40 fantasy points, you know, for $5,000, that's going to give us a lot of upside there. And then I also like guys – you know, safe for cash, I think like a Miles Turner, um, whose price has come down a little bit. He's somebody who's been putting up good numbers. I think Gorgie Dang has a bounce back game in this one. Uh, you know, good matchup for him. He didn't have a good game last time out, so you might get some low ownership on him as well. So I think with the money that I was able to save at the guards, I'm going to be spending up at the, you know, power forward spot. I think the lowest down I'd go is guys in that, you know, Jabari Parker, uh, Tristan Thompson range. I'm not really looking to go any further below that. Yeah, I'm actually still okay with Mirza for 4100 as a tournament only play, and that's sort of where I want to draw the line. I, b- I believe I don't want to really get too much exposure to Lure or the Hump Yard Dog because I don't know how uh, much I can trust them. But I love the call from Parker; he's been balling out of control. And Miles Turner is a super safe guy, and we know that they have you know issues in the front line with um, 
you know, Amari Stoudemire filling in for Chris Bosch for Miles Turner. So uh, I think that's, you know, that's uh, why, you know, you can sort of, um, you know, make a case for and a little uptick in value with Miles Turner at 5,600 on FanDuel. And, I, and I'm with you on Gorgie Jane bouncing back as well. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, trust that the, you want to stick to the the, uh, the Atlanta in, you know, Golden State stack, Draymond Green and is this is, you know, 8,400 has become a reasonable price for him, especially as a consistent, mm-hmm. guy who's still a consistent triple-double threat. And then Paul Millsup on the other side for 8,100. But I think that you could just do better by saving – 3k plus down in the you know jabari parker miles turner range or almost 3k anyhow so that's yep. the neighborhood I, I choose to reside and i think you're with me on that as well am i correct mm-hmm. yep all right. all right fair enough uh, before we move on to the center position benny let's go ahead and talk uh about all these business owners out here that uh may need some help may need a website so if you need a website why not do it yourself here with wix.com no matter what business you're in wix.com has something for you used by more than 75 million people worldwide wix.com makes it easy to get the website live today you need to get the word out about your business it all starts with a stunning website so with hundreds of designer made customizable templates to choose from the drag and drop editor there's no coding needed you don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful you can do it yourself with wix.com wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be too busy too busy to be worrying about the budget the scheduling appointments or building a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right before we move on to the center position i want to talk like quickly in terms of strategy here overall we have a little bit one of the shorter slides not a completely short slide it is seven games uh, but you know far and away Aside from like the Boston Minnesota game, which is you know sort of weird for Boston to be at a total of two seventeen, Golden State is blowing away the field with two twenty three and a half. Is there a scenario with on these sort of like mid to smaller slates where you may feel comfortable in just like loading up on a uh, like an Atlanta Golden State stack and seeing if that can just sweep all the money in, in some of your GPPs? Yeah, it's not something that I usually do in cash games. Um, although having exposure to the highest you know, total game for cash games is not ever a bad idea. But for tournaments, I definitely think that it's a, a viable strategy. What I like to do um, is basically you, you find those guys who you think are going to be like the best value plays on the day. So maybe like, uh, <clears throat> you know, Jabari Parker, who you think is just too cheap and you throw him in there. And, you know, if, uh, you know, well, actually it would work out well for this game if Teague was out because you can throw like uh, Dennis Schroeder in there or something like that. So you find like two or three of the top value plays that you like and you plug them in. And then maybe you have a stud or two that you like. You know, maybe you're a big Carl Anthony Towns fan today or you think that, you know, LeBron is due for a huge game. And you throw in, you know, those, those studs along with the value plays. And then you might have like four or five spots in your lineup open. So for a tournament, if you can fit in like three or four of the, you know, high usage guys from this game and, and the money works out that way, you know, where you can get that, all into your lineup, I think it's a good idea because, again, we've seen it time and time again. That game goes to overtime or double overtime. Whoever has exposure to it is going to get a big score. If that game winds up being one of those ones that's 125 to 120 or 119, you know, you're going to have a whole bunch of guys in those games that wind up outproducing their salary. So if you have enough exposure to one of those high-scoring games and then you pick the right value guys and the right studs to go with them, you know, you could wind up with a roster that wins the entire GPP because if that game winds up being the one you needed exposure to 
and you pick the top value guys and the top studs on the day to go with it, you know, there's a good chance that you're going to have, if not the absolute nuts of a lineup, pretty close to it. So I think there's a, a you know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of upside when you're doing those kind of stacks, when you're stacking a game, but just make sure you're stacking a game where you're expecting a lot of points. You know, I will never stack like a Utah jazz or San Antonio Spurs game. Um, but you know, golden state warriors uh, is definitely a team that I think you can do that with because we've seen a lot of their scores get into the 220, 230, 240 range. Yep, I agree with you there as well. So uh, this is one of those spots where I think you can find enough like cheap value on one side or the other to sort of like if you're going to, you know, bounce up in there and uh, try to create a GPP stack, this could be a, a, a spot that you could actually, you know, where it would actually um, make some sense in my mind. So uh, I'm, I'm actually considering doing that for the slate, so, which is why I wanted to mention that before we move on to the center position. So let's go ahead and talk about that, uh, the center position here for Friday's slate. we got the big cat who I think is expensive as ever, but maybe a potentially good matchup against the Boston Celtics who don't have a good defensive matchup overall. Are you going with the big cat for 9K, or do you feel like you need to go um, below that for, for value? Yeah, I am trying to get him in as many rosters as I can. Uh, Boston struggles guarding big guys, and he's been absolutely unreal lately. You look at some of his game logs, um, 51, 34, 56, 36, 48 in his last four games. So he's averaging about 44 fantasy points, which would be about 5X for him. I mean, he's expensive. Don't get me wrong. 9K is not an easy price to swallow, but for a guy who has – Let's see. He's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of his last 13 games, he's gone for forty, at least 46 fantasy points or more. So it's not like he hasn't been paying off that salary. Um, and again, we said Boston is a team that has a really uh, you know weak interior. They, they basically struggle stopping big guys. So I definitely think you could pay up for Towns here. But I don't think he's the only option. I think for GPPs, I think Hassan Whiteside is a very sneaky option at 7,900. With all the guys that are injured, he had 23 points and like 20 rebounds in the last game. That's a monster game that he put up there. So if you have people who are looking at Towns, I think Whiteside's going to fly under the radar a little bit. Um, I think he's a guy you could definitely go to over there at 79. And then, you know, Al Horford in that game against Golden State, if Draymond Green is going to be watching Paul Millsap at the four, Corford's probably going to be the guy who's going to need to step up his uh, offense. So I think he's in a good spot as well. And then if Tyson Chandler is out again too, I also really like uh, Alex Len for pretty cheap to be a guy that can give you some upside. So those are the four guys that I'm looking at at the center position today. Yeah, I, I like Carl uh, Anthony Towns. I think he's, he's a little bit expensive to me, but um, you know he's been producing at such a high clip, and I feel better that it's the second highest total on the board. So I'm definitely fine with that. Um, I like Red Run Roll against the LA Lakers because I mean it is a bigger matchup with Roy Hibbert, but he's not a great defensive player. And whenever Hibbert fa- faces inferior centers, he he does better. And Hassan Whiteside, I, I hope that they don't continue to bring him off the bench, but regardless, he's just been putting up such monster numbers. I think you really can't deny it. Uh, and the only concern I have about DeAndre Jordan is you know you know the, the 16 point spread, which I know we're not supposed to worry about mm-hmm. in theory, but you know. Uh, he's not a, a volume scorer as it is, so it could be, you know, it could make more sense to play, play roll a guy like Alex Len into their lineup for value rather than mess around with, um, you know, uh, hoping that DeAndre Jordan gets thirty minutes plus and Phoenix can stay in a game into a in a back to back on the road, which concerns me. Which mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. for, for what's I just basically talked myself out of playing both Len and DeAndre Jordan, given what we know about Phoenix. 
um, you know, with their limited weapons and, you know, back-to-back road travel. Although Phoenix to LA is hardly uh, a long road trip. But, um, yeah, aside from that, I don't really like anybody below that. I would have been, um, you know, sort of interested in, in Bogut until he started, you know, get, until he got injured and wet the bed on Saturday in my FanDuel article. Thank you very much, Andrew Bogut. So I appreciate that. But aside from that, I think we need to stay safe and draw the line for me, like at white side and, um, you know, roll above that. Are, are you with me on that? Yeah, I mean, I like I can come down to Hawford too. I wouldn't hate, but well, yeah, Hawford I mean, White Side going down. Oh, actually, you know what? It is going down. I didn't realize that. It yeah. is seventy. It is seventy two hundred. You you are correct. Yeah. I apologize. Well, that's yeah, and that's actually the reason why I like Hawford because that's pretty cheap. I mean, if White Side was seventy two hundred or Towns was seventy two hundred, we'd be all over them. So, right, that's um, true. You know, true. like I said, though, I I like Towns and White Side to have more upside than Hawford. But at 7,200, I think Horford can get us 36 to 40 fantasy points and, you know, be above the uh, the 5X mark we need. Yeah, he becomes undeniable at that point. All mm-hmm. right, and that's going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast for Monday. If you're watching, you're live streaming with us, um, and it appears that some of you are. We ad- uh, definitely appreciate that. Um, we'll try to do better with our wardrobe, like Black Monday for us <laughs> we didn't actually plan on doing stream today but um you know it's for the best we're supposed to be trying to get as many of these out as possible and our original plan was tuesday through friday streams um but uh technical difficulties said we must stream today six shows we'll stream and we'll be hanging up and uh, if you want to get ready for tuesday as well uh we'll do our 36 hour uh, ahead show uh like we normally do thanks for watching thanks for listening uh don't forget to send your comments uh complaints and questions to us on twitter at uh benny r11 at josh hayes fs and this at rotowire for all your season long and dfs fantasy needs thanks for listening thanks for watching we appreciate it we'll see you here in just a few moments